All right, welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 92. Happy Memorial Day. I guess it'll be later than that after this, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll try and get it all early get, for the get, holidays. Get it up. Special early edition of God Mode Unlocked. So we're starting things off with one of the oldest franchises in gaming, but creating something new. Pac-Man. Uh, remember a few ep God Mode moment again. So remember a few ep this just a few episodes ago, I was like, Twitch really needs, like, their future is to make games playable on Twitch. Forget, yeah. like, a Stadia-like service. Yeah. Two weeks later, oh, there it, it is. is. <laughs> so they've got this new game, Pac-Man Live Studio, which is, it's got four modes, Pac-Man, but the two new modes are, like, cooperative modes, and you just play them right in your Twitch browser. So, like, you just click the Pac-Man channel, and you're instantly in a game with other, you know, players playing the same game. And uh, I think the cool thing about this, not only are you instantly in a game, no download, uh, which fulfills all the cloud gaming instant gratification stuff, but it's the fact that there's constant viewers as well. So, like, you can stream, basically, this game without ever doing anything you have the chance of being on like the main pac-man channel just being picked up and that, wow. that'll be exciting when you're playing yeah and then like you find out like oh i'm yeah you know like i don't know if they're going to use some no algorithm pressure. no pressure yeah like it'd just be cool like <laughs> if they use some algorithms so, like they can tell like when a game is getting into like really high score yeah and then they just automatically yeah. flip to that when channel it gets interesting and then all of a sudden there's fifty thousand people watching you know like it's just cool yeah um a side note to that have you have you ever seen the the original atari pac-man uh, i don't know. cover art uh, oh, i don't know it's glorious it's, you're you're gonna have to search do it. you remember the yeah. mega man box arts yeah they were terrible yeah. and they they made did you see mega man 11 they made it purposely just like that yeah purposely terrible or maybe it was 10 um but yeah i thought this was really cool and it like, this is, like, a very simple game to do it with. But this got me thinking, you know, what other games... Because this launches, like, next month in a few weeks. What other games can they do this with? And should they do this with? Because, you know, for Amazon and Twitch, I think this is a huge opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's good to see Pac-Man sort of getting a resurrection. Yeah. It, 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 I felt that way, too. It really seems like a franchise that, you know, like, just will never get old. Well, do you remember during like the game? The problem with it was they kind of like took it in a really bad direction. I think it was like during the GameCube era. Yeah, it was like 3D and yeah. like they were doing. Yeah. They're trying well, to make you, it like a platformer, I think. And, um, back in the Sega Genesis era, they made it like a Pac-Man adventure game. Did they? Yeah, it was yeah. like side-scrolling. Brilliant. Was, yeah, it wasn't good. There's some games that you know trying to take new takes on them and new spins. You know, it was always a good idea. Look at that. Oh, my Isn't God. That a masterpiece? That is pretty good. I wish we had a camera on for yeah. that. Um, well, my all-time favorite cover arts. You always, like, a lot of franchises you have respect. Like, oh, man, they took a bold new take. You know, like, yeah. they took it to a new genre. Like, Gears Tactics, for example. Yeah. Like, look at this. Good idea. They took it to another genre. Pac-Man is kind of like, just don't. You know, like, franchises like that. Like, yeah. just, just don't. Just don't. Leave it the same, please. Exactly. It, it, you know, it's just one of those games that struck on a, a fun formula. You yeah. Don't, you really, I mean, you can tweak it a little bit, but yeah. you don't. You don't need to go crazy. No. Well, and I, and I feel like this is like this is an evolution of Pac-Man. Yeah. It's a cooperative mode where you're trying to rack up that. It's like an endless thing. You go for as long as you can. And there's going to be people watching, like like an old arcade yeah. game. Like the people I mean, are. I oh, think, look at how far. Did you play the championship Pac-Man championship? Games. I haven't played one but since they're like, like the, most the arcade. Ones. Probably. I mean, they've done a good job at, at just you know making little tweaks here and there. Yeah. But it's, it's it's still pretty much the classic gameplay. Yeah. This has like a level editor in it too, which means it'll be super easy for people wow. to like build a level, yeah. and then because it's on Twitch, get all these people playing it. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly a Pac-Man expert, but I don't think that's ever been done before. I have no idea. And that seems kind of odd because it's it's yeah. so simple. Yeah. <laughs> Simplest thing you yeah. could possibly. I remember when I was in first grade, a friend of mine and I, friend of mine, like we, I went to his house. It was only one of the first people's houses I went to. Yeah. And we sat there for hours. We took a whole sheet of paper and started drawing a maze. And we just tried to make it the most complex. Like, for hours. We, yeah. And it was like, I don't know. At the time, it seemed like 
like our brains are firing on like some <laughs> new level of function. It's like that meme at the yeah. time, you know. But uh, since we're talking about Twitch and Amazon and gaming, and you know, I was saying this is the direction that Amazon needs to go. This is a brilliant direction. Uh, Amazon released their first game this week, Crucible. It's the shooter. It's a sh- shooter. <laughs> Did you see anything from uh, it? No, I saw it was a shooter, and that was where my interest ended. Well, it, that's a good move. Because <laughs> I This game has bombed, like, megaton bombed. Yeah. Like, not only is the game... I play, I downloaded it, because a lot of people were, were talking about it. Like, oh, Amazon's first game, Amazon's first game. And it's like a PvPVE kind of thing. Um I was like, you know, I, I I might be able to dabble in this. Probably not big time, but I might be able to enjoy it. I couldn't make it through the tutorial. It was so bad. And then the game the game servers were so unstable that the game has basically been down the entire week. Now, what kind of shooter is it? Is it a four v one? No, it's um it's like two teams of eight, I think, and you're competing against each other, but there's also like um, NPCs and stuff to fight against, like kind of like animals, yeah. but they're like alien animals, and uh, it's so generic. It's so generic. But like, you know, and you know, just to clarify, I, I didn't tune it out because it's a shooter. Yeah. But I saw it was a shooter, and I looked at like the art, and yeah. I was just like, eh, it's generic yeah, trash. I'll wait for the reviews. Yeah. Um, but for their first game, you know, Amazon—they're the type that they'll enter a market, and a lot of times their first entry isn't great yeah but they'll stick with it yeah you know they'll stick with it and they just get better and better so I just, you know i'm not too worried for them yeah they're obviously they'll a trillion, find a way in they're, one they're a way trillion dollar company yeah. so if they if they really want this they'll, they'll find a way in i mean they're this uh this pac-man thing is a partnership between namco and amazon games so like the Twitch Pac-Man thing is Amazon. You know what I mean? Like one yeah. way or another, they will find a way. Yeah. And I just, I almost feel like AAA game development for them is totally the wrong way to go because a, it's costly and yeah. they have no expertise in the field. And they bought a couple developers that do. I think they bought the Killer Instinct devs, right? Double Helix. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, but this, I think this game is from like a pretty reputable studio. But I mean, this is just like. I couldn't even make it through the tutorial. I'm telling you, like it was that bad. And yeah. then, especially for a game being powered by Amazon and funded by Amazon, to have the servers down basically all week is like a disaster because yeah. Amazon does servers. Yeah. So like, and they're considered the best. Yeah. So how did yeah. this happen? Yeah. I don't think the game's being like overrun well, with I'm, players. I'm sure that they're maybe their servers are being taxed by. You know, everything else that's going on. Maybe. maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I think they need to, they, they would have been better off starting small. Yeah. And, and just, like you said, finding things that supplement Twitch. What they're already doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Because I, mean, I just, mean, Twitch, and it fits together so well because Twitch, again, Twitch Prime is already part of Amazon Prime. Yeah. So supplement things with Amazon Prime. And maybe too. that's maybe that's what they're thinking. I mean, they did do a shooter, so yeah, which is obviously one of the most popular, yeah, category, if not the most popular category, yeah. on, on streaming. Um, so we'll just see what they do next. Did their well, their next is an MMO. I was gonna say, did their RPG come out? It's out like next month, I think, really quickly. Wow, New World, I think it's called, or yeah. something like now that. That's kind of an odd choice, I think. Is that popular? Is are MMOs popular in streaming? Uh, I mean, the World of Warcraft. I I've thought about this so many times. Like, will there ever be? I can't tell, and I don't think anybody can tell if. You know, MMOs can't grow because World of Warcraft is just dominating the audience and has been for 15 years. Yeah. Or if the audience itself has just kind of declined. Yeah. Because so many other genres are eating into, like, Destiny is like an MMO light, you know? And, like, the, the Division is like an MMO light. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think, when I watch MMOs, I, I think it's one of the most boring things it usually to watch. Is. It usually is. Because, you know, you can just tell that, like, it the same actions are repeated again and again. And and there's usually not very exciting things happening besides for, you know, like Leroy 
Jenkins or whatever. Well, right. There's always these crazy like cultural moments. Yeah. Like, like. Uh, but it's sort of like catching lightning out of a bottle. I mean, yeah, you got to yeah. be really lucky to catch some of those. And especially streaming MMOs. Like, you you either have to be into the game or you yeah. have to really like the streamer. Well, and I think with the MMOs, the big issue is there's so much downtime. Yeah. You know, like yeah. where you're just walking around a town. Well, and, and that's why, like, you know, some people do like streams that are kind of just more the streamer, just relaxing, talking with people. Yeah. Because it's if a the perfect streamer, game. If, if the it's the perfect really game good. for that. Like, yeah. if you're, like, sitting there hanging out, just, you know, kind of casually talking with people, then if that's what you're looking for, that's great. But yeah. if you're looking for, like, Dr. Disrespect yeah. style entertainment. I think you're right. I think it really depends on the personality of the streamer. Shroud plays uh, World of Warcraft Classic. And several other streamers do too, and it was like everybody knew uh, yeah. when they played those games, their viewership declined by like eighty percent. I think if if you if you really want to hear from the streamer, yeah, MMOs are probably good. Yeah, you know, but if if it's an action game, you obviously aren't going to hear too much from the streamer. No, no, and I I really can't tell. Like getting back to your question, you know, are MMOs ever going? I assume they will have a comeback at some point. I think so. But yeah. when, where, and what? But I think, I think they need to be revamped. That's what I mean. Like, what's going to be the, what's going to be the wow moment yeah. of the and, next decade? And I think, I think you sort of saw regular RPGs have a certain, like especially Japanese ones. Yeah. They had a certain reckoning where you could no longer just have a menu, you know, and you select a tag. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know. And, I feel like MMOs have grown stale and so, somewhat similar where, yeah. you know, you got your attacks and, and they just perform the same well, attack. And that's why, you know, I think what has happened is shooters have taken that like destiny. It is, it has all the things of an MMO, the grinding, yeah, exactly. the quests, the exactly. story, the raids, except it's a shooter. Yeah. And I, and I kind of wonder if just that old school style of MMO that you're talking about has, just the the appeal of it is it's just extremely stale. limited. Yeah. Or you know, will there be what will be the next big? I think it's time to evolve, and it'll be. I mean, I think eventually you'll see. Eventually, something will come. Brute force I'm world. Sure. There you go. Call call. Well, call that was, me up, you know, Phil. cycling back to Amazon. I mean, do you remember the first few games Microsoft released besides oh, yeah. Halo? Well, I mean, Halo was literally a godsend for brute, everybody thought brute force was the halo killer yeah uh, but do you remember some of those other games was uh, what, was that, what was that stupid rpg with a stupid name on the like original xbox yes it was like one of their first games and it was uh it started it had like this blue guy it was you see you don't even remember sneakers the, you probably don't remember anything about it, it was oh, I don't. horrible if you yeah, I mean there, I don't I think we did this on an early episode of the show. Didn't we look up Microsoft's games they published on the original Xbox? <laughs> I think so. And like ninety percent of it was trash. I'm gonna have to Google this. Yeah, like ninety percent of it was trash. Anyway, take us take us forward. Okay, so moving on here. Uh, speaking of you know Amazon, flipping to the other side of things, the other one of the other newcomers to the gaming industry, Google. Tell me if this pisses you off, or I, I don't think you care about this game, so it probably won't piss you off, but it's pissed a lot of people off. So they're, they're making a new Serious Sam game, and that franchise is, has has some dedicated fans. I mean, yeah. it's been around for a while. Now, that, I think that's actually a fun game to watch. Serious Sam? Yeah. Because yeah. it's so stupid. I think I want to like, play this just, new one. I never shoot. got to play one, but I know exactly. It's like... Imagine playing Doom, but with stupidity. Yeah. Like, Just stuff way to shoot everywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, but and rainbows like and unicorns. I'm surprised there aren't more games like Serious Sam, yeah. honestly. So, Serious Sam 4 is finally being made. I think it's coming out this year. And Google has bought Serious Sam 4 as a Stadia exclusive almost late in the game here. So, it was announced for PC, Xbox One, PS4, and now... Google came along and bought bought it as Stadia and PC exclusive. So you can still get it on PC, but you can't get it. They're going to release, they said they're going to release the PS4 and Xbox One versions later when the PS when the Stadia exclusivity expires. But here's the thing. Those will basically be dead consoles when 
Series Amp 4 comes oh, out, true. it'll be a year after the yeah. next consoles. But wait, so wait, they're going to come to PS4? And PS4 what? and Xbox One. But they're going to have backwards compatibility, so it'll still... Well, hypothetically, they it'll, should. It, it, yeah, I guess, hypothetically. It should, yeah. It should still work. Yeah, um, but if so you it's, don't it's buy not too bad, but I mean, even when like this game comes out, I think the conversion rate at that point of you know PS4 to PS5 owners and Xbox One to Series X owners will probably be like what, like 15, 20 percent. There'll still be a lot of people who don't have those new consoles. Did you find the name of that game? I, I found the name of the game. What is it? Azuric. Yeah, I literally do not even remember. Azuric. Rise of Parathia. Oh, I do remember the box art. Oh, I do remember God. the box oh, art. Oh, my God. God. So, you know. What was that vacuum game? Blinks. Yeah. The Blinks, Blinks. Time Sweeper. Which was pretty actually, I was going to say, a lot of people decent. actually like What about uh, Voodoo Vince? Yeah, hey. I mean, they remade that. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. I think I think uh, Phil wore a Voodoo Vince shirt on stage yeah. once. So you can still play that. But a lot of a lot of fans and gamers in general are pretty pissed by this because it's a company that basically has a platform that nobody at all wants to use. Yeah. Bought the game as yeah, I know. like literally like. Do you remember when that? I was trying to. I'm trying. You to know, I think myself. Microsoft has had this problem when when they get exclusive. Yeah. Like because you know Sony's the more popular. Console, yeah. But Google's going to have the problem like. Ten times worse because yeah. nobody wants to use that. At right. least right now, maybe someday in the future it'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but when right now nobody wants any game to be exclusive. When Microsoft bought a game or Sony for that matter, either one of them buys it exclusive. Well, yeah. they're buying it exclusive for their user base of thirty million or more people. Exactly. Stadia is buying this as exclusive like for their user base people. of twenty. <laughs> twenty, <laughs> who, not twenty million. Who are 20. all like family and friends of yeah. the developers? Yeah. So I can see why people would be pretty upset by this because I don't care what game you buy for Stadia. Like, really, I think it's in a position where I don't care what game you buy as exclusive. Nobody's using this. This Nobody. is never going to happen. But if Google actually went forward and made a, an actual console, yeah, you think people would still be upset? Or? If, it was a, if it was a piece of hardware worth buying, then here's, I think people would dream. be more Sega, open. Sega. Sega and Google tag team. <laughs> Dreamcast. Uh, Dreamcast 2. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, the name fits. Dreamcast. Chromecast, Dreamcast. <laughs> Chrome, Dreamcast, Gasm. There you go. Uh, so The Dreamcast Chrome. There you go. I did it. Google. God mode I, moment right I did there. It. I did it. I solved it. Um, so the Minecraft Dungeons reviews came out this week, and I've been saying, hey, this game's going to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. I'm telling you, this is the, it's like a Diablo game, but in the Minecraft universe. And lo and behold, the reviews are all really good, and they say it has more, it is way better than it has any right to be. Like, it is legitimately a good Diablo-style game. It's funny, because, like, every Minecraft offshoot always seems to be good. Yeah. Like it always like ridiculously good. Yeah. And it's funny because every single time I look at it, I think there's no way this can be good. Yeah. And this is just everybody always this says is just hey, trash it's great. for the fan base. But I'm, you know, I have no interest in it. I'm playing this on Tuesday. It's on Game Pass. I, I so. simply cannot get into Minecraft. Well, it has nothing know. to do with building. Nothing. Yeah, but it, it just doesn't matter. Like it, the entire universe is. <laughs> I see it. I go. Yeah. Well, this is what blew. It doesn't blow my mind, but this is just such a perspective because. Remember how we were talking about how influential Dark Souls has been just last episode and like how big From Software has gotten? And yeah. Remember? So I saw this week From Software announced that Dark Souls, the whole, the whole fran or the Souls series, the whole franchise has sold 27 million copies. That's all, pretty good. all the games. Sounds pretty good, right? Minecraft has 126 million players a month. Jeez. Not total, a month. Did you see that thread on Reset Era um, asking? If, if it was a good investment for Microsoft to buy oh, Minecraft. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's 126 million players a month. You find me another game that's doing that. I could see when Microsoft... I doubted it at first because yeah. I thought, well, my, maybe, maybe Minecraft moment is over. Yeah. But it has not been no. over at all. No. They've taken it to the next level by smartly moving it to other platforms. Yeah. And 
Um, yeah, that was you putting know, that, it on PS4. And that, that that was probably kind of a hard choice for them. Yeah. You know, do we make it exclusive? Because obviously it would be a it'd be a big deal. If oh it was yeah. Exclusive draw. But I think it would have killed. They the could have killed it. Yeah. If, if they did that. Yeah. So it was brilliant to expand it. Yeah. Because keep it available. They're printing the money. Yeah. So. It's ridiculous. I mean, how many people have probably bought that game five, six times you know, on every platform that they have? Grand Theft Auto is right there with them, though. Well, no, not not in monthly users, but, yeah. but in, in like total units. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sold. GTA 5 took over 100 million. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But the, it just blows my mind that in 2020, 126 million people a month are still playing yeah, Minecraft. I know. So when that guy posts that thread, I think the answer is overwhelmingly, yeah. no, they did not waste their money. <laughs> just, you could argue that they probably wasted their money on Rare. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, but that was a fraction of the cost. I know. They bought Mojang for like $3 billion. Yeah. I think I think it was 2. Point, was it 2.2? That could have or been. Or 2.6 maybe. I don't know. But I think I think Rare only cost Microsoft like 250 or 300, 300 million. million. Yeah. yeah. Which at the time seemed like a lot. Oh, yeah. But. Maybe with inflation, it'd be closer to a billion. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Matt and I have been talking about Theta and T-Fuel and stuff before the show started, but this is this is huge. So, Theta.tv is a partner of ours. They're on our website. You can watch streams on there on our website. And Sam, I've been, you know, I'm very involved in Theta, and I knew that Samsung had invested a large amount. But starting within the next month or two, you don't have a an Android anymore, do you? No. Well, I, I have my old Samsung kicking around. Yeah. But the screen's still cracked, so oh. I don't use it. Well, there's a program on all the new models of, you know, Samsung's phones called Samsung Daily. Yeah. And Theta.tv is going to be integrated into it. And all devices that have that That's a big stuff, deal. It is huge. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about how big the, the price has been going up on, yeah. on T-Fuel and Theta. So that shows you how big of a deal it is. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, so that's awesome. If you're not on Theta.tv yet, go sign up. But I wanted to continue our discussion about Mixer from last week because we were talking about how Mixer, all the other, other platforms grew, I mean, on average. It was 99% as a whole, thus the industry grew 99%, but Mixer grew only 0.2%. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was some confusion on that chart because the way it was written was really awkward. So Mixer did have by far the lowest, not only the lowest growth, but the lowest total amount watched. But as I, as I was listening to stuff throughout the week, I saw people asking Ninja and Shroud, you know, how they, like, what do you think of this? The same topic we were discussing, yeah. why Mixer didn't grow at Especially all. Especially since it's very bad for their career. Right. Like, you know, streamers. What do you, what do you think about this? And this, so bear in mind, this is a, a company that they're under contract to yeah. promote. So yeah. they're kind of censored with big contracts, millions of very dollars. big contracts. Yeah. yeah. So um, Ninja sounded pretty upset. About it. He he was really? like, well, the host said like, you know, your platform only managed 0.2 percent growth during a time period that they brought you, Shroud. And people have been stuck indoors. Other platforms have grown 99%. Yeah. And, you know, just how do you did, feel? Now, did he give, like, any reason, like, why he thinks that is? Or? He said it's a giant missed opportunity and that Mixer is doing nothing to promote the platform. Yeah. Which is pretty cutthroat considering. You know, I, I think maybe the Mixer name just in itself. Well, do you remember what it used to be? Beam. Beam. Yeah. Which you and I are probably the only two people who remember um, that. You know, Mixer... Mixer really has the problem that if you Google Mixer, yeah, you're gonna get like ten thousand other right. You're right. things. You're, you're gonna get blenders. If you if you Google Twitch, you, you only get one, one thing. thing. Yeah, you know. Um, and you then, Google Facebook Gaming, you're well, only getting. Yeah, and Facebook Gaming, YouTube, obviously, you know. It gets you there. Yeah, if 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 you're on Facebook or you're on Google and you're looking for gaming, yeah, like. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So if you, you don't, go, if you you don't Google, need to if Google, you Google that. D Live. You're gonna find yeah. D Live. Like they got, they got billions of users. They don't need you to Google. Well, well let's say they're binging, they're binging Mixer. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> they're not exactly. Googling. They're binging. So I, I think, I think that in itself is probably just. But that's a good I don't, point. I don't even know what else the issue is. It's, well, that's. It's funny because, you know, Ninja said it's that Microsoft's doing nothing to to promote. 
the platform. Um, Shroud, Shroud offered what was to me a very scary piece of insight, but he was also confident and he offered an explanation that I thought was pretty rational. Somebody asked, you know, what, what are Mixer and maybe your plans if you're involved in any of them to grow the platform? Like yeah. what are Mixer's plans? And so Shroud is somebody that they've invested multi-millions of dollars into, right? Yeah. And Shroud goes, I do not know what Mixer wants to do to grow the platform. And he's, have you listened to him at all? No. He's super calm. Like, oh, he's the shooter one. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. super calm yeah. and relaxed. Like, he has no emotion, basically. Yeah. He does, but um, he's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what they're going to do at all. He's like, he, at one point there was a plan, but I know that all got scrapped. So wow. yeah. I wonder what that's about. Well, he said it was based because of coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but he went on. He went on this pretty long-winded explanation, and he said, "He said, you know, I don't regret my decision to come here." Well, obviously. And, and he said, "He's set for life. Well, like literally, he doesn't need to do yeah. anything." Um, but what he said is, you have to realize that in these other platforms, Mixer is starting from nothing. They're starting from scratch. Yeah. YouTube did not start from YouTube yeah. gaming did not you know, start from Facebook scratch. Start Facebook from gaming scratch. did not start, and and, and Twitch, Twitch was, was the first mover. Shot. Yeah, they got first mover advantage. So he said, the thing about Mixer, though, he said is, he's like, it's a good platform. I really believe that, which is what I said. You know, it's got great tech. You've said that. Yeah. Um, he said, the thing is, is Microsoft, all you do when you build a platform is you have to be willing to wait. Yeah. You have to hold out and people will come. And he's like, who can do that? A company like Microsoft. Like, they're well, big enough to just sit there and just wait. But, you know, when I think about it, I, the difference between, like, Microsoft and Twitch, you know, and, and I'm talking Twitch before it was bought by Amazon. Yeah. Is Microsoft sort of like Warner Brothers and Twitch would be, I don't know, I guess maybe Disney. Well, you hate you know, Warner Brothers, so that's not. Well, good. exactly. I mean, it's like comparing the Marvel Universe to the DC yeah. movie yeah. universe. Like one, one, what just basically said, okay, here's our vision. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're going to execute our vision. Yeah. And like everybody, you know, everybody came to it. Yeah. And the other is very corporate driven, very, you know, like decisions are made in the boardroom based on, you know. uh, One at a time. Based on research about the audiences, blah, blah, blah. And and they constantly change their plans. Yeah, they've definitely done that. Depending on their audience feedback or, you know, whatever those tests are called. Yeah. Change the name of the movie while it's still yeah. in the theater. And and to me, Microsoft's biggest problem has always been is they never ever have had the spine to just say this is what we want to do and yeah. this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Like they always back down. Xbox One launch, for example. They always. I mean, I've said this before on this podcast. They always back down rather than just having the courage. Like you know, Apple pisses off their universe their yeah, users constantly truly but apple just says no this is this is what we're doing we're either doing we it in, for a reason and yeah either get in or get out get on and, board yeah and their users always get in yeah, so I mean, that's true I, I don't know i just don't get it i think i i i think what microsoft needs and i don't know if they'll if they'll do this you know i think like i said i think there's some partners they're not some partnerships but there's some easy things that they can do to integrate the brand more into xbox and into windows but what i what i think microsoft needs is they need to find like a significant partner in this or buy some buy one yeah and and be like well guess what all of you are now part of mixer like like some other audience yeah because because you know like twitch is leveraging amazon amazon's leveraging who, leveraging who's, twitch who's i don't know there? i don't know i heard somebody suggest like tencent like mixer needs to partner with with tencent i don't think that'll ever happen but, but why what does tencent have they they own like three streaming services now. Oh, do they? And were they all you know under one roof? Wow. Um, what streaming services? Do they they're have? like Chinese. Oh. But that's a huge audience. Yeah. So that's what I just heard that it was a very theoretical take. Oh. It wasn't maybe, a maybe they, maybe they could buy TikTok. Some like <laughs> some other like vision. I wonder you know? how much TikTok's worth now though. Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Probably like a hundred billion or something. Yeah, but you know I've been saying this. I've really been impressed by the tech at Mixer for a long time. But remember when we came back from PAX and I was like, 
the most concerning conversation I had the entire time was when I asked Mixer what's their plan for the platform. Yeah. And the explanation took like 15 minutes and it gave no answer to anything. You know, the most frustrating part is Mixer's technology is actually very good. It's incredible. It's probably like the best. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. It's just funny to me how so often when you have the best technology, yeah, you don't win. Yeah, that's true. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like if you look at the last... I Several mean, gens of video gaming. Blu-ray Blu had an argument that it was the best. Yeah. But, but especially in like media like that. The last several ones that were the best, well, technically, lost. Xbox 360 versus PS3. Who won? Yeah. Xbox 360. Who was the more powerful one? Yeah. PS3. Yeah, exactly. Um, Xbox Xbox One X, most powerful console. Or way even, behind. Or even right now, Nintendo Switch. 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 By far the It's like weakest. two generations and, behind. And so was the Wii. Yeah. Wii was noticeably weaker than, oh, yeah. than its competitors. And it, Nintendo has barely, honestly... Moved since the GameCube graphically, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Well, that's technically because... they've been able to do like Breath of the Wild is much bigger than most yeah. GameCube games, but graphically, I'm starting to think they're right though. I'm starting to think maybe it's working right. for now yeah. for sure. The only thing that could really, you know, give them trouble is if VR really comes into its own. Then well, they're the virtual trouble. boy too. If VR, yeah, if VR really takes off, they're in trouble. Yeah. But other than that, they're I think they're all right. We'll see. But we've gotten way off topic now. Yeah, that's okay. Um, you know, Sony announced this week as a big thing that they wanted to hang their hat on that PS Now now has 2 million subscribers, which is really not bad. Yeah. But but by comparison, Game Pass has 10 million. Now, you know what's funny is um, PS Now has... Like it, it should have the capability, maybe, of being better than Game Pass. Yeah. But, you know, will Sony... Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if Sony loaded up all their exclusives on yeah. PS Now. Because it, PS Now does have the ability to download locally. Yeah. So, I mean, it's on, it's on par with Game Pass in that in respect. It used mm -hmm. to be just streaming only. Yeah. Which meant it was essentially the Google Stadia. Stadia. You know, of PlayStation, which nobody obviously wants. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, you can download it locally, which puts it on par in that department. But, you know, in terms of the games that you can download, it's just not there. Yeah. But they obviously have the horses to catch up should they ever choose. Well, I to. guess that's why, like, why are, like, why is, and I know, I mean, to me, the answer is Microsoft has just pushed Game Pass so much more. Yeah. But, it is kind of strange how one is just so far well, ahead of the other. I mean, if you look throughout history, Sony actually doesn't innovate. They yeah. don't. Yeah. They just steal from Nintendo and Microsoft. Yeah. Almost almost everything they've done is just stolen they, from Nintendo or Microsoft. But what they generally do, especially the last few gens, is they will take something and then juice it with a huge budget. Yeah. And then make the best version of it. Yeah. Like, like the cinematic AAA, you know, yeah. single-player action games. Well, you know, yeah. Here's a model, and we're yeah, going to juice mean, it way but high. But I'm talking purely from, like, a technical... Yeah. In terms of gameplay, you know, yeah, they've been innovative in that. But yeah. in terms of, like, the actual hardware... Yeah. They, the only... The, the only, like, LaSalle. The only innovative thing that they really did was giving away game free games with PS... PlayStation Network. Everybody does plug. that, though. Yeah, but Sony was the first to do it. Were they? Yeah. So, so that was like their one big. Yeah. But everything else, they like it's it's straight up copy. I mean, I can't think of I. As far as technology goes, the only two things that I know of that Sony really does well. A lot of people like their headphones, I think. Yeah. But uh, cameras, everybody cameras, says they're always way they got out the ahead. camera sensors. And their really phones, I've heard, are incredible devices, but nobody, nobody really uses them. them. Yeah. Right. I've heard that they're really good, um, and I've considered it in the past, but I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have a phone that's going to yeah. be like obsolete. Now, we've heard that they're they're working with Microsoft. Like, I think they signed the contract to, you know, have access to, to Microsoft's cloud network. Yeah, they did. Which Some I type assume, of streaming thing. Which I assume is probably going to be used to better PlayStation Now for next generation. Yeah. So maybe maybe it'll change next generation. But, I mean, 
as long as Microsoft is offering their new games yeah. with Game Pass and, you know, hundreds of other games. Yeah. Unless Sony starts to offer their new games. Like if, really, so, if Sony started offering their new exclusives on their streaming yeah. service, uh, or not on their streaming service, but on, on a service like yeah. Game Pass, obviously... It instantly boosts the, yeah, the value. Instantly. Yeah. Like, they, they become serious competitors, if not leaders. Yeah. I think the thing that Microsoft has done really well with Game Pass is they've literally made it the Netflix of games. Yeah. There's hundreds of games on there. They're yeah. good games. They rotate new games in every month. Their first-party games are there on release. I think, yeah, I think you'd be right. If Sony started doing that exact same thing. I think it was pretty clever of them to to spin off Game Pass into its own app, too. Yeah. I see a lot of people actually mention that. Like, you know, like, oh, download the app. Download yeah. the app. Yeah. You know, and if it was just buried in the yeah. Xbox app, which, I don't know, do you ever use that thing? I don't. Not really. Um, but I do actually, on occasion, open the Game Pass. Yeah. And, you know, just, Look what's, what's new? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's new? Um, so I think that was actually pretty clever of them too. So this one really made me laugh. I don't know if you heard this or not, but all it made me think of was you and, when you and I played Madden that one time and you beat me 131 <laughs> to 30. Yeah. Well, do you remember how I beat you though? I asked Madden every play. Well, no, but I, I had, threw to Randy, I had Moss Randy Moss and, <laughs> and I literally just threw him every ball because he was, he caught everything because he was just way over With five minute quarters. You scored 131 points, <laughs> which Makes me laugh always. From that point on, anytime somebody said that Madden was like an NFL sim, oh, I was like, no. You know what's funny no. though is I I played I I only played like one or two games online yeah. of Madden. Yeah. And the first one I played, I remember the guy had Michael Vick yeah. on his team, and he would literally just He's quarterback sneak you, you every every you, play. Well, you you couldn't yeah you basically couldn't tackle Michael yeah. Vick. Like it's yeah. funny to me how like overpowered some of the yeah. some of the guys were in that game. He would just run back, and he'd literally run from sideline to sideline. Until he found an opening? Yeah, until he either found an opening or somebody to throw it to. And he he just killed me. And there was nothing I could do. So the Madden Bowl this year, which is the official like EA-sponsored like Madden championship. Yeah. This is their big premier event. The winning player never <laughs> threw a pass the entire game. He only ran. Yeah. O- only ran. Not only that, he didn't even have a quarterback on his team. He, yeah. he he used he drafted because they draft players for yeah. these teams. He drafted like multiple like running backs and fullbacks or linemen now, or you know your your first instinct would be to say, um, well that the, the he clearly was smart. The, well clearly the game's broken. Yeah, but when you stop and think about it, um, one of the best teams. Joe Powell was right. Well, one of the, the best forward passes a bad yeah, idea. Exactly. One of the best teams last year though had. Probably the worst quarterback. Yeah. Cool. But the the Ravens. Oh. They got Lamar Jackson, and he's he's not. Good. Wasn't he like the MVP? Yeah, but he's terrible at throwing the ball. Yeah. I mean, like you you load up. The, I thought he averaged like three hundred yards passing a game. Yeah, but like because he threw like five yard passes at most. <laughs> you you load up the NFL passing the Pro Bowl skills challenge. Yeah. He is. Hilariously worse yeah. than any other quarterback there. Like it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's honestly embarrassing. Well, wasn't he a running back in college? Um, or like, no, he was a quarterback. Was he? But I think in high school, but he clearly, was like a running back. clearly his best asset is just his ability to run. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they built around. Is yeah. Like so, I'm just curious. Like if the NFL actually had the guts to do it, like and, yeah. they, and they did something like that, would it work? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I, you always. Yeah, is, is this an example of the game being trash, which is, yeah. I totally believe the game is trash. Yeah, so but, I do too. <laughs> but is, is it also a, a player being very smart and just doing something that yeah. the other guy's not going to be able to counter this? Like, yeah, he's exactly. not going to suspect this. He's not going to know exactly. how to play against it. it's so it. unorthodox. Right, that, right. Like, there's a combination of both. Yeah, there's no, there's no defense. In fact, this is generally how, like, new offenses come into the NFL. Yeah. Is, is a lot of them come... From high school, yeah. then work their way to college, and then well, generally what the happens is they do really well for like eight nine games, and everybody figures all the coordinators in the league figure yeah. out this is how you're going to stop this offense. Exactly, and then all of a sudden it's and, not yeah, so good anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the first you know few games, nobody knows what the hell's happening. And that's that's the thing I love most about football is like that cat and mouse game. Yeah. Like it's, it really is kind of like chess. One Joe Pa is gonna hear that he got uh, got a cameo on this episode. He's gonna listen. 
Um, so now we got some move, well, movie and game news, actually. You already mentioned the DC Universe, but I thought this was really interesting. A new trailer for Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Oh, my God. Debuted in Fortnite. I can't take this. Why? Why? Fortnite. Well, no, no, I'm not questioning you. I'm not Uh, questioning why to you. But I'm... why so, do this? so I give Fortnite credit because they continue to li- they I continue know. to do these like cool I, I agree. events. I agree. But this does not seem like a match of audience oh at all. But well, maybe you, that's you? the point. Maybe that's the point. Maybe like maybe these kids can't get a ticket. They can't get in the theater. It's rated R, yeah. isn't it? I think yeah. it is. Yeah, good point. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, like there's there's like Jurassic Park Lego. Yeah. But then the movies are like, you know, PG-13 or, yeah. or R. T-Rex is eating people. Yeah, uh, maybe they're not R. Maybe there's not too many yeah. R Jurassic Parks. But there, there's, there's violence. For yeah, sure. you know, like you, 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 if you look around, you will see that like a lot of rated R they properties. Kids. They have like kids stuff. Yeah. And it's like, well, how does that work? Yeah. You know, but clearly they're just trying to bring them along. Yeah, yeah. What do you, the, So the tagline for the Tenet trailer was coming to theaters. Not, not, no release date. Well, do you think this is the new thing? Because that's what people are saying is that Nolan is like, he believes that theaters are becoming a more, especially now. Yeah. So if a movie's coming to theaters at all, it's going to be like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think that's what is true or? Um, yeah. Coming I, to theater. I can see it. Well, for a short time at least. Yeah. You know, maybe once things have normalized, yeah. it'll stop being that way. But for, like, once theaters open back up, yeah. I can see, like, things being in the theaters will be a big deal. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting because if, you know, it's like every other seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be so I think much, it would have to be, like, every third, probably. It's, yeah, it's going to be so much harder to see movies. Or um, go to a live sports yeah, event. I mean, I guess maybe there will be less demand, though, because people will still be scared. You know, I was talking to somebody who works in an office, uh, an attorney, with, you know, his building, capa- his office capacity is 99. And he's like, we're only going to be able to have 30 people in our building at a time. Yeah. What are those other 60 people going to do? Yeah, and I don't I don't know how theaters are going to make, I mean, theaters were struggling. To begin with. Yeah, when they had full capacity. Yeah. And now, what are you going to do when you only have one third? Well, and when you think about it. Not a lot of people might connect this. A lot of theaters have progressively installed like bigger and bigger and more comfier seats. Yeah. Well, in the process, they have less seats because they're not filling the theater. Yeah, exactly. So they got to figure out some way to reduce seats because they don't need them, but make the seats better. That's true. But improve the experience. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League which has been debated about whether or not it existed or was a yeah. thing for this, years now. This is unbelievable. Well, why did people want this so bad to be This is with? unbelievable. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's part of why it's just so bizarre. <laughs> like everybody hates this. The Justice League, everybody hates it. Everybody was slant. I mean, after Batman v Superman, Zack Snyder was the dumbest man on planet Earth, according to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And yet everybody's been like, Where's the Snyder cut? Where's, right. It's like, you guys all hate this. <laughs> yeah. You hate well, everything about well, it. You know, Ben Affleck's out. Henry Cavill is likely out. I, yeah. I think the Flash dude is out. Yeah. I think but, Cyborg is out. But Dark Side is in. Well, that's... What I can't figure out is, you know, like, it'll be interesting if the Snyder cut comes out and it's actually a lot better yeah. than the other version. Yeah. Because then people are going to be going... Well, maybe we should try. You know, like maybe yeah. we should, because you're talking about Warner Brothers changing their minds a hundred yeah. times. Like, what if this comes out and they're and it gets a good response? They're like, "Wow, maybe well, we should." I mean, I'm kind of hopeful because I'd like to see some sort of DC shared universe, yeah, of some sort. So I'm I'm hopeful something good will come of it, so that you know they'll they'll reapproach it. You know what? You know what I find really interesting? Zack Snyder has been. He's got a lot of flack, to say the least. He's yeah. he's taken a lot of heat. Yeah. But, you know, I would argue that 300 was visionary when that came out. Yeah. Uh, 
Man of Steel is highly, highly, highly underrated. Yeah. Never gets, I agree. Never gets the credit. That I think due. Man of Steel, honestly, might be... It might be his, his best movie. It might be the best Superman movie. It, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt, I think. Um, it's hard to say that, though, because there are significant flaws. There's only a couple. Oh, yeah, There's but, only a couple of them, but right. they are so significant. That yeah. It, it, but if you remove those, like yeah. what's left is I thought really a, good. The, yeah, yeah. I thought Sucker Punch had a weird concept, kind of. But yeah. I thought it was a decent movie. Well, I think like you said visionary. and I 300 think, was visionary. I think his ability as a director is phenomenal. Yeah, like, yeah. To, like, as far as creating an image on the screen. Yeah. He's probably one of the best. Did he direct he's, 300? Yes. Or not 300. Watchmen. Yes. He did? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. And, I mean, there's another one. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, very cinematic. If you're watching just clips, like, yeah. you're like, wow, this looks really good. Yeah. But then once you get down to the... The writing actually, and acting. Yeah. Once you get down to yeah. what really matters. And, well, because that's, that's what I was going to say. And I saw a couple people point this out online is that his actors always very, very, very passionately defend him. Even even when the, the movie failed. So Justice yeah. League was a massive failure. Yeah. But all of them, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gail Godot, all of them have been calling for this to be released. Yeah. Because and, because they, they every all the actors always say like he's great to work with, like he's yeah. he's awesome. So it's funny that you know there's a group of fans online that you know think he's pure trash, should yeah. never touch a movie again. Well, to me, if if Ben Affleck endorses you, because Ben Affleck's done directing uh, and a lot of really and, good directing, and He's legendary for his his voice commentary on Armageddon. Yeah, I mean you've heard when he's that, drunk, right? right? Yeah, but I mean he just he he just I mean he he held nothing back. Yeah, I mean he was very honest. And so if if he defends him, then yeah. that to me because like obviously Ben Affleck has zero qualms. Of, like if he thinks you're a stupid, yeah. if he thinks you're a stupid or dumb director, yeah, he's gonna just say just it. say it. So. Yeah, yeah. He's in, Ben Affleck seems like that guy who, like every other project, like yeah. he'll do one and Very it's incredible, uneven. incredible. Like this guy's a, a genius. Yeah. Then the next one is like Gigi. Why did he do this? Or was it Honey? What? what, what uh, well, the movie. Accountant was another one that yeah. was just dumb. Or um, Live by Night or something. Whatever that um, trash one was. Like the Town was really good. Uh, he's. What were the movies that he directed that were really good? Um, Argo. I did not like Argo, but I did. You don't like Argo? No, I love. But I Argo. did. I did. I did see the skill in his direction. Yeah. But I didn't. I just didn't like. It. I love that I movie like so much. He he directed one before that that won an award too though. Yeah. Oh, um, Gone Babe, Gone Gone Girl. Was it Gone Girl? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That I liked. I yeah. thought that was really good. I never made it to the end of that one. Well, it's it's not a movie for everybody. It's, so of course, of course, the one movie I like, you don't. And the well, one well, no, I can like. see why that that movie's not for everyone. Yeah, it, the, the subject matter. But you touchy know, to be honest, I don't think I gave it enough of a chance. I did start it, but like, uh, I I, went, I didn't give it my full attention. And the so. world, and that's those, a, that's the type of movie you got to give your full attention to. Yeah, and it's also one of those movies that takes a very negative worldview. Yeah. The characters aren't so likable at watch. all. Yeah, it's so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of excruciating. Yeah. And if you're just not feeling it at that time, yeah. it's like, uh, I don't want to. It's just, but I, I thought that was a good movie. All right, time for some Godspeed stories, some of which, as always, may not end up being Godspeed stories. I have one in particular in mind, but we will. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll see which one that is. Uh, I yeah. can guess. Are you starting? Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The most critical part. There we of the go. Wow, sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Godspeed stories. Our, our free promotion. Uh, We're rumor, not actually sponsored. Rumor suggests that Bloodborne will be the next PlayStation 4 exclusive to come to PC. All for it. Great. All for it. Well, yeah. Got nothing else. We'll to finally say. get a good frame rate. <laughs> Uh, the founder, I'm glad you got this one. The founder of the Killer Instinct World Cup promises Killer Instinct announcement in the next two, three weeks. What do you I think mean, it is? It's got to be Killer Instinct. Do you think two. it's a game? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Do you think so? It's got to be two. Like, I think it might be disappointing. There's no. The game's basically been like dead. 
Well, apparently not, because they're for, still doing annual World Cup. Well, I mean, I'll say that it's been dead for like yeah. two years. Yeah. So for them to say that there's, did he use big announcement or just announcement? I think he said announcement. Oh, okay. So maybe, I don't know. Or news or temporary. I don't know. I, I'd have watch, to go back. Watch. He tweeted it. It'll probably be Killer Instinct for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I. So, um, Ruby Rose drops out of Batman or Batwoman after it is renewed for season this two. This is the one that I thought would take longer. I think. Really? Yeah. Role will be recast. So, what do you think about that? Um, this was this I found very interesting because I'm uh, surprised you put that on there at all. Honestly, I thought. It's a big role. And it's yeah. a success. The first season was very successful. Yeah. It got renewed. Yeah. And I've never heard of a star of a show after one season. So they do the role. It becomes a hit. And then they go, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Usually yeah. when you get your break like that, you're like. But I heard I heard she has like big movies lined up. Yeah. So, I mean, for some perspective, this is like a CW show. Yeah, yeah. Which which are big, especially for I mean, DC. Batwoman. Yeah. And it's DC, right. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Batwoman's not that big of a character. But I think it, I think it it's it's a iconic role. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I mean it's a good it's a good gig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do worse. But she said the yeah. well, she she was very professional about it. She didn't bash yeah. it or bash anybody, but the story was that she absolutely hated being the leading actor actress really? of a series she's I, apparently it was just too much work she hated it yeah she said I was say, some of them you know I mean, some she people basically are... was forced to live in vancouver which is where they shoot this yeah she Ooh, like well all of your business related things are going to be in la yeah um i i just heard that she did not like the lifestyle of having to be like the face of a franchise yeah. and that's why she dropped out it wasn't like because of some big feud or yeah you know Probably something with the director i wonder who like that's that's a tough blow but it, that's what i mean for the show now yeah. you've got one successful season just one yeah. and then the very next yeah. season you're gonna have a different like, lead yeah lead character i mean the lead character. yeah right like that's that's yeah that's a and i mean i guess blow. they've done it with bigger characters before so and know. movies that's, that's hard to think so. of, like i mean you've seen you've seen supporting characters replaced yeah, but I can't think of too many times where the the lead ca- yeah. character gets replaced. Yeah, like that's very unusual. And it takes me out of it. Like in Game of Thrones, oh, there absolutely. were several recastings. Yeah, and it, it drove me nuts. Well, you know, yeah, like the mountain. Like the mountain time, one was bad. Every time the mountain got recast, like, uh, you know, like they would have to say who he is before you'd be like, yeah, oh, Sir Gregor, oh. Sir Gregor Clegane. Yeah, Sir Gregor like, oh, Clegane. Is that who you are? Okay. Um, they also. They recast what's his name? What was his name? Dario. Oh, uh, which and and they took a guy with long yeah, blonde nothing. hair. Yeah, nothing. They looked nothing. Alike. And then they took a guy with dark brown short. <laughs> but you know, I gotta say, I, I thought the recast was good. I think the first guy was actually more in line with the well, book, like well, how he's described. No, yes, but no. In the book, he has spiked blue hair. Oh, <laughs> but he's pretty. But. I, well, he was very mysterious, yeah. and that's what drove uh, why Danny was like drawn to him yeah. because he seemed like a, a cutthroat because he was a cutthroat. Yeah, and I think they did. I thought the first guy seemed much more questionably trustworthy. Yeah, the second guy just seemed like a lovebird. Yeah. Like, yeah. and and he was fine. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with him. Yeah, but he was just stereotypical. I just thought the second guy had more personality than the first guy. Yeah, it just depends on what. Like, they wanted to do with the like role. The, the the second guy, like he had more screen presence. And I would argue that, you know, the second that role was basically pointless. Yeah. The way they played it out in the show was basically. Oh, absolutely. He was he he served no. They, they did that so many times in that show. Yeah. Like, don't even go start. Yeah. And him in particular, he like, was basically just there to they, say a few they, lines to Daenerys. Yeah. And well, they they but they sort of they sort of built him up. You know, like it's like they gave him a lot of screen time. Yeah, and then it just goes nowhere. Yeah, like, they did that with so he many characters. Behind. Stayed behind. Oh, stayed. See ya. So many characters just built them up. And, and then see, just, most people believe nothing. that he will, in the books, betray Daenerys. Yeah, and that'll make him a much more significant, like, yeah, uh, and teach Daenerys a lesson and kind of be part of her fall from you know her descent into madness. Yeah, but anyway, moving on. Yeah, I was gonna say that that Batwoman Game of Thrones connection. <laughs> 
Respawn opens a new studio in Vancouver to develop content for Apex Legends. So there are now two studios working on Apex. I probably should have made you read yeah, this one, yeah, but yeah, yeah. oh well. I got nothing to say because I have nothing good to say. And Mama told me if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, CFDs coming to Steam in June. This, uh, you know, as much flack as pretty much everybody has given this game, I think it's kind of a success story for Rare and Microsoft. Yeah, I think so. And I think it'll help to put it on Steam too. Yeah. New, more new audience. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised because really the game is kind of shallow. Oh, yeah. But then again, so, I mean, I guess... But they've, they've kept people playing it for two years. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. It was cool. I mean, it was, I like the detail yeah. in this game. Like, like the fact that you can, you know, board up your ship as it's being shot up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. It kind of has a charm to it. Yeah. The whole but, world does. But to me, it, it ran, you know, it ran out pretty quick. Yeah, oh yeah. Especially... It, it got stiff. Well, but, and the thing is, though, is that most people who play it now... Yeah. Say that there's tons of stuff to do. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Tons See, I wish. I wish. More. I wish, significantly more. Can you, like, buy stuff that changes the appearance of your character? I just wish there were things like that. Oh, yeah. And your ship. And yeah. there's, like, a hundred different ships or something. I don't know. Oh, really? I'm, I'm probably Maybe gross, I'll have to look. I'm grossly over-exaggerating yeah. it, probably. But I've heard that it has grown a lot. Maybe I'll have to revisit it. Play it on Steam. There you go. A Valorant officially launches on June 2nd with a new map and character included. This is launching much sooner than I expected. I, I keep feeling like you, you keep reading the ones that you should be at. <laughs> we got them in the, in the wrong order. Yeah. Are you ever going to try this? Mm, it's uh, free. Yeah, you know, I, I watched you playing it on the stream. Yeah. And it, it looks enough like Counter-Strike where I'm like, yeah, why do I, I got to play this? Yeah, because it's classic. Classic <laughs> feeling. <laughs> You know, it, it looks very bare bones to me. Like, I can't explain why that is. It's deeper than Counter Strike, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think like, it's because of the character. Ability. Yeah, it's almost. It looks like the actual movements and the characters look very Counter Strike. And yeah. then, then you got like cartoony devices and stuff. ice walls and stuff. Yeah. So it's really good. Yeah. It's I don't really know. Good. I don't know what to make of it. Next one's you, right? Yeah. Uh, retro first-person shooter project Warlock comes to consoles in June. Awesome game, seriously, awesome game. It's like an old-school Doom type game. Really? New school. From Retro? No, no, no. It's it's just oh, a, a retro. retro FPS. Oh, okay. I was thinking Not from Retro. I was like, what? They're making a first-person shooter? I've played it on stream a few times. It's really fun. Well, they are making a first-person shooter, aren't they? Retro. First-person the adventure. Oh, that's adventure. True. That's true. Uh, New Game Expo Plus featuring Sega, Natsumi, Grasshopper, Gung-Ho, SNK, Koei Tecmo, and more on June 23rd. This seems like all the Japanese companies that were yeah. going to announce something at E3 came together and oh, that's cool. are doing something. That's well, going to be fun. Do you think so? Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll see. I'm expecting trash. If Sega has nothing... Expectations zero. If Sega has nothing but um, <laughs> Yakuza like knockoffs and yeah. this and that... Then yeah, I'm out. Then that's all I got. I'm out. Here's here's a great one. Wait, did I read this one? I read. Yeah, you get so to I'll read this one. one. Yeah. John Wick creator pitching a new. Uh, oh, my friend Pedro TV series. A Best TV news series ever. Yes. This is an awesome game. Is it gonna have like a guy dressed in a giant banana suit? <laughs> that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. This this screams like all the things that like. You could make a low budget but really awesome oh, TV absolutely. show out yeah. of this, like limited yeah. series kind of thing. Like just lean into the craziness. Yeah, and especially because it's from the John Wick creator. And though. like the lower the budget, I feel like the better. The it'll better be. it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> if they can do the action scenes well, the rest yeah. of it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like they can have a guy in a banana costume. Yeah. Like literally, like a cosplay style banana costume. Now, the the worst thing they could do is not have them in a banana. The banana, suit. yeah. You know, if it's just a guy, yeah, like, it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah, that's got to be the. Banana. I feel like that's what 1990s Hollywood would do. Yeah, like they would just make it a guy. Yeah, not the like, banana. No, that's not the point. Yeah, I I don't know what direction they would take this, but I hope to God this gets made like, because like of the Mario movie that deserves it. The, the Mario, Mario movie probably has a classic charm to it. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> Have you ever watched it? Back when I was a kid. Yeah. Not well, adult. that's true. I haven't seen this. Not as an adult, show. but well, it's probably I, entertaining to go back and watch it remember, and laugh at how bad. I remember it. going, seeing it as a kid. Like I remember, 
I saw it at home. I never saw it in the theaters, I don't think. And I remember they were like, it's the Mario movie. Yeah. And like, I was so excited. Oh, my God, a Mario movie. Are you kidding? And then, it, like, as I was playing, I was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> I still enjoyed it as a kid, but, you know, I was a kid. I, I was excited because yeah. there was a Mario movie, period. Yeah. They could have made it exactly. anything, and I would have exactly. loved it. I was so excited, but at the same time, like, I was like, what the hell are these guys? You know what scarred me as a child was when, spoilers, and the do they kill Johnny Cage in the opening of the second Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. I was literally shattered. Like, oh, really? I loved Johnny Cage. He was my favorite character in, in the first movie. And then when they killed him in the opening of the second, I was like, done. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to watch. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it was that was like yeah. my hero. Like that movie was that movie was just tough because was way too adult for its that, own good. That movie was just tough because the first one really was good. It was Had more. Movie. It was better than it deserved to be. Yeah. I mean, really. Uh, honestly, it was especially for the time. Yeah, and video game movies, you know, they got yeah. they got no love. You might be able to argue that that is one of the greatest video game movies that, of all time. That probably is the greatest video game. <laughs> I mean, honestly, try and think of a better. That's what I mean. I'm struggling to think of like uh, the, the first Resident Evil movie or something. Were, like it was really well cast. Sonic the Hedgehog. It was Anybody? really well cast. Detective Pikachu. All I can think about is. When Sub Zero, when they when they first meet Sub Zero, and you know they got the guns drawn, yeah. and he just reaches out and he touches the gun, yeah. and freezes and breaks. Well, do it. you remember? I think it was Scorpion. Like he lost his like mask, yeah. and they were like in hell or something. There was there was fl- burning. There was a fire yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I'm trying to think who was fighting. I is that the one? Was that the Luke fight? Kang, maybe. Was that the fight where they started in the woods? Yes. And yeah. That that was the only odd part is the fact that his spear was alive. I thought that was awesome though. I yeah. thought that was awesome. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But remember it was Goro? Those were five hundred dollars sunglasses. You right? asshole! And then he does a split and punches them. <laughs> yeah, there was so that was such a great, especially that that was the nineties movie. That oh, was like absolutely. that was not only a culmination of video. Game I can movies, still remember the, the, a nineties movie. The first time I watched that was actually in our van driving to Atlanta. Yeah, I, I was just blown away at how good it was. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, I watched it probably like ten times. Yeah. They're, they're, it's funny because uh, just recently Irma was watching a movie, and it was like it was a pretty family friendly movie. Yeah. And the guy that played um, what's his what's the bad guy's name? Shang Tsung. Yeah. Was like the nice, nice, very friendly grandpa <laughs> in this movie, and I I hadn't seen that. I have literally not seen that guy since that movie. Yeah. No. Me. Either. So so here so he, I was shocked. Here he is. Here he is in this movie where he's like the friendly, and I'm like. What's he doing there? Like yeah. I walked downstairs and he was just on screen. I was like, "Why is that guy in this yeah. movie?" Like, I've never seen him in anything. He was. I thought he was pretty good. They were all for the time. They were yeah. all pretty yeah. good. I mean, they did what they brought to the role what it required. I know. And even know, like, what was it? Is it Kano? Yeah. The villains even Kano. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because if 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 that movie hadn't happened and you said to me like, "Okay, well, we're gonna make a Mortal Kombat movie," I'd be like, "Why are you crazy?" Like, yeah, I know. The characters are so. Sort of like crazy and over the top. Yeah, and they're very stereotypical. They're not good characters, really, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, they're good characters for like early 90s. Yeah. For an arcade fighting game, they were good characters. The movie actually fleshed them out in in a great way. Like, Kano was, he was a badass. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they, I mean. Doesn't doesn't Sonya break his neck with her legs? Yeah. Pretty sure she does. Yeah. I mean, just top to bottom, they did a great job with that movie. Oh, full blown Roan. Yep. Rip. All right. God Mode Unlocked, episode 92. Is finished like the birds. We are one step closer to 100. That's true. Okay.